Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why don't you text the show on 81215? <laughs> or follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You've been Ooh. reading a lot of children's stories recently. I've been reading uh, <laughs> a lot of. Uh, I've been reading a lot of Doctor Seuss. Oh, this great! Week. So oh, I find it. I'm, if excellent. I'm talking to someone and it's not rhyming, I feel yeah. strangely unnerved. I don't really mm. like Doctor Seuss. All the really? food, the food combos make me feel a bit sick. What you don't like green eggs and ham? Oh, I do. There's a character I call Green Eggs in Green Eggs and Ham called mm-hmm. um, Sam. I am yeah. correct. Now, does that mean that Will I Am is named on that? I never got that. Yes, yeah, his brother. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. They're both like a jaunty hat. Are they one of the Illinois I Ams? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Now, is he named after Sam I Am? I don't think so. I How's think... the cockerel going to know? <laughs> well, he sounded very knowledgeable on. about. On, He's a know. Scottish man, Yorkshire-based, <laughs> Manchester-based. <laughs> yes, but you know, I, I think of him as. Uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you went to drama school. Yeah, I bet, I bet you played the cat in the hat, didn't you? No, I point? don't think we did that. I just know it from you know reading it. Okay, that's how I've done much of my learning. What parts did you mainly play at drama school? If it's not a rude question. Um, I think they tried to, try to shuffle me off as if to go. Oh, well, we think you might be a stand-up anyway. Sort of no, thing. really. Yeah, didn't yeah. you tell me you played Doctor Fu Manchu in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oriental uh, crime thriller <laughs> drama school? <laughs> I think I thought, I'm sure you said you still got the moustache. Yeah. <laughs> I think I told you that off air, didn't I? Oh, sorry. Was I supposed to? Uh... And that's me that's still got the moustache. Oh, no, well, yours, yeah, but yours is not long and droopy. <laughs> I mean, full respect to you, it's still bristling like a good. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Can I say it isn't if you're listening in horror? It isn't. If you hear anything robbing against the microphone, that'll no. be my unshaven face. That's how close I like to get. To the, to the readers. Exactly. So, I wouldn't have been um, able to get myself a boyfriend starring in an award-winning HBO drama if I had a moustache. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you ever saw Carnivale, um, which I believe was HBO, <laughs> but there was a bearded bearded woman in that who, uh, <laughs> who I thought was quite hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but she would be. Yeah. <laughs> under all that lot. <laughs> no, it's... it's, it's uh, and I, mon- I once met a photographer, a, a woman with a goatee. Which I thought looked quite. I think it could be. I like the idea of a photographer woman. (laughs) (laughs) Photographer woman, because obviously when I said photographer, everyone at home would have thought, oh, I wonder what he was like. And I was Uh um, was making a a point about their stereotypes. There's no no comedienne word for photographer, is there? Like photographer. Photographess. Yeah, exactly. Mm. No, a photographess is. uh, I don't know what that is. It's a confessional photographer. uh, I think it's a pictorial representation of an Eastern hat. (laughs) Well, I've had this news, Justin. Oh, well. Alan, you played a blinder last night, bruv. Oh, thanks very much. That's from Will Bowie, who was obviously at your gig. Oh, nice. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, still still waiting for your praise to come in, Frank. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to get much for last night. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know, as you know. It's all right. But you don't want that in there. Saw you last night, Frank. All right. Oh, <laughs> you don't want that. No. don't want that. I want a bit more than that. That's the <laughs> trouble. You always want a bit more, don't you? Don't you agree? Yeah, Definitely. 
I did some, uh, I did a TV show last, well I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in a minute. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So yeah, I did uh, uh, Edinburgh Night with Sue Perkins last night. Well I know, because I was in the audience. Oh of course you were, I forgot that. Oh. Yeah. I was going to see Old Jewish Jokes. Yeah. And Cass said... Oh, I wish you wouldn't call Dave. Well, <laughs> Cass said, come and see Frank instead. Um, so I went to see old Birmingham jokes. Yeah. It was... I don't know, it was... I really... Sue Perkins. I love Sue Perkins. Yes. It was... There was quite a bit of dancing on it. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. uh, Pamela Stevenson Connolly was on. So we discussed. I yeah. felt I came out as a bit of a... Uh, bit of an old grump on the really? dancing front. Well, I, I, Can I say I thought you came out with dignity? Oh, thanks. <laughs> I hate dancing. Oh, right, that I think does sound grumpy, yeah. I think most bright people do. And uh, uh, maybe I should have held that back, I don't know. Did you leave with that? Am I allowed to say what you said? Uh, um, yeah, well, it's on the telly. OK. <laughs> uh, they kept it in? Well, uh, maybe they didn't. <laughs> At one point, Pamela Stevenson Connolly... Is it Connolly Stevenson or, pa- or Stevenson Connolly? Anyway, let's call the whole thing... Let's call her Pammy. Yeah. <laughs> She said to Frank, would you care to dance? And Frank went, Frank sat there, um, sort of had his hands in his lap, barely looked at her and said, I'd rather eat glass. <laughs> well, I think actually I said glass. Yeah, you said glass. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. No, I just can't. And, uh, and also, I'd made my one interesting point about dance, and then they said, oh, sorry, we've got a sound problem, can we do that bit again? And, of course, oh, I would I never repeat a joke in front of the same So was your one interesting point that no clever people want to do it? Is no, no, I think, I think everybody knows that. No, <laughs> that. It's that one I think you probably know, that the way to do the Lambada is you have to imagine that you have a, 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 a pencil in your bottom all right. And with the point outwards. Uh-huh. And that yeah. you're drawing a figure eight. Oh, yeah. You demonstrated it. I did, and it does. When you demonstrate it, when you think about it, you just you just have to lambada. You can't stop yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying I do autographs like that sometimes <laughs> for uh, <laughs> a novelty. <laughs> uh, you can't be totally sure what's, you know, but it's, uh, it's, <laughs> they had, um, it's they had right a, in the dark. They had a zombie on the show as part of it. There was a, a bit of a skit. Yeah. And uh, they had a man dressed as a zombie and they cut to him and he had all blood coming out of his mouth. Uh-huh. He was sitting in the audience. It's a good little trick, but the problem is he then had to stay sitting in the audience with us. Well, I did because he got quite into it and he forgot that he was a zombie and he crossed his legs <laughs> and started checking his phone. Oh, and he, he checked the, his phone? He checked his phone and There's he had blood so dripping wrong out. with that. Not only is <laughs> the living dead, but there was a show going on. Yeah. To be honest, the Living Dead get a signal in Edinburgh and I can't. That doesn't seem fair. No. What about, got a signal? Frank, what about Ladysmith Black Man Bars, though? Yeah, they were... Um, they came Which out. one were they? They were the ones at the end, yeah. I was... They were telling me Which that, one uh, were they? They were the 12-piece uh, choir from South Africa. You yes, couldn't miss them. That apparently, someone was telling me, I saw to their, one of their people, that um, there's... Four of them are, like, cousins and four are brothers and they're all, like... They're all related, more or less, to the same... It's like Mrs. Brown's boys. Oh, yeah, they're related, aren't they? Yeah, they're all family. I, I think it's probably the only way in uh, in which Lady Smith, Blackman, Barser is like <laughs> Mrs. Brown's boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, I can't think of another off the top of my head, but that's this morning's texting. In what other ways are Lady Smith, Blackman, Barser like Mrs. Brown's boys other than 
um, they are all related. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the idea of a family band. Mm. They like dear. a shift tunic. Oh, the bickering, though. There must be bickering. Well, you get in any band, you get that. It's not like you don't get it in a band if they're not related. No, you think it'd be like it'd be like the the. Uh, It'd be like Oasis yeah. en masse, you think? There's four brothers in Lady Smith, Black Man Buzzer, and there's only two in Oasis, and that was unsustainable long-term, wasn't it? I know, so but some brothers get on a treat, you know. Some brothers, yeah. The thing with the, the dancing thing, you know this thing is they say true true freedom is to dance. You dance like there's no one watching. That's what you're yeah. supposed to oh, always do. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Obviously. Mm -hmm. For a Catholic, you can't... For me, there's always someone watching. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Frank, what about this girl who was washing my hair this week? And she said to me, uh, oh, I love Frank Skinner. I loved it when he did Room 101. I wish he did it. <laughs> what do I say to that? That's, uh, that's a bit odd. Yeah. No, I think her... I haven't got over the fact she was washing your hair. Do you mean in a... Was she in a salon? Yeah, in a salon. OK. No, I think her emphasis was... Not on the was, boss. I loved it when Frank Skinner did it. That's weird. Yeah. Mm. Perhaps she's heard something. Perhaps she works at the BBC and she's seen a memo. Washing hair there. Who's doing it yeah. now? Lady Smith, Black Man Barzo doing it I collectively. Hate it. I hate it when people wash your hair when you're on the boss mm -hmm. and people behind you. You realise that suddenly realise they're washing your hair. Mm. It's one of my pet hates. Mm -hmm. We had a text in as well. We never properly rinse. No. That's the trouble. We're pranksters. <laughs> Go on. We had a text in. Morning, Frank, Emily, and Alan. There's nothing more irritating than someone trying to get you to dance by insisting you want to really. My hatred of dancing isn't just a clever ruse so I can then surprise people at a later date with my incredible dance skills, I assure you. Mm. Oh, who's that from? That's from 218, of course. OK. 218 sounds slightly furious. Do we sounds... think 218 is a lady? Because men don't get asked that often to dance. You did last night. I did, yeah, but I think, that's, uh, I think that sent out a message. The thing is hopefully. that you can't really do that thing of dance like nobody's watching if you're doing it on telly, can you? It seems like... You're assuming it's going to get terrible ratings. Well, it goes, any, it goes against the comedian thing, doesn't it? To do, to yeah. do something like there's no one watching when you just you're just desperate. Well, for so someone if, if you're if you're a borderline national treasure, there's always someone mm. watching. Of course yeah. there is. <laughs> I um, another thing I mentioned on this show, which I think no one believed me on that thing, was um, I've been trying to find a, 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 a show, a children's show that's suitable for a two-year-old. Yes, mm -hmm. so I'm up with uh, Boz, my son is two. And I looked in, and they're all, they nearly all start at three, mm -hmm. four. You know, that's the uh, that's the oh, age really? range. Okay. Except for um, one called, um, it's called Death. Now, Doc Death and the Tulip, and it says age range two to seven. Oh. And it says it begins the description: <laughs> a doc strikes up an unlikely friendship with death. <laughs> Ingmar Bergman film. Death with a capital D. <laughs> no, it's a personification of, right, yeah. of death. This is t starting at two. Yeah. And up. So I haven't uh, I haven't taken him. Yeah. I'm not hold off on that one. I'm not... Um, I'm, I'm, I, I think it must be tempting if you're putting your range range in to sort of... You don't want to tell people not to come. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, I use uh, an IQ range on my 
listings. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think people are completely ignoring it. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the evidence of the... Uh... I'll tell you what, I am getting, getting a lot of children in. No. To your shows? Yeah, you I mean, are. a lot. I've had... Uh, well, the other night... There what was, age uh, are we talking? Well, my, my record, mm. if, you, if you could call it that... Um, I, Careful. Uh, yeah. My record, um, the other night there was a couple in and they had um, a seven-year-old and a three-year-old. With them? Yes. At your show? Yes. Which, <laughs> yes. Just, just for the yes. avoidance of doubt, contains quite adult, quite quite adult, adult content. content. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Seven and three. Yes. Wow. I think they have to buy, pay for a ticket as well. So they have to pay for a ticket for them. And I, I thought about it. My, I think what it's about is that it's, the, t- the ticket is cheaper than childcare. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. Because uh, my my manager went over and said, "Excuse me, but I don't think this would be uh, appropriate for the." And, it, and, and let's that, face it, that's unlike him. Yeah, <laughs> and well, they paid. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and the woman said, um, "She said, oh well, they'll be, they'll be asleep soon. Don't worry about it.' Mm. Which is not the kind of review I dreamt of." Absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, we were talking about um, people bringing children along we to your show. Talking <laughs> about the lovely Tina <laughs> So We were, yeah. Yeah, we were. Um, and I, I yeah. I, and you disapprove. I, I do, I strongly disapprove. Oh, I, I think they should be in bed at that hour. But uh, we've had a text from 218 again, actually. Uh, my dad took my sister and I to see Craig Charles live when we were seven and five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can I just say, I love that, Dad. <laughs> the show was completely inappropriate. <laughs> I bet it was. See, mine's only partial. Mine's inappropriate, I'd say, for about, what, 60%? Yeah. Can that be the title of your next show? Inappropriate <laughs> for about 60%. I think I have to have something really offensive as the title of my next show. There's not people bringing children. It won't work. It won't work. Okay. Anyway, it's against medical advice. That's what I'm going to do after my foot. Oh, that's a good my one. My foot thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nugget has texted us. Ah. One of our regulars. Hi, Nugget. Good morning, Frank. If I may ask, having bought a house with a garden, do you now have your very own tree against which you can sit and feel the bark against your back, which I recall is one of your simple pleasures, and will they prove suitable for Buzz to climb when he's bigger? That's from Nugget. Well, it is. is, You're quite right. I think I feel at my most blissed out when I'm sitting with my back against a tree. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, Love. Like Baloo. You know when Baloo scratches his back? Yeah. That's oh. when you're listening to your Orb album, so I hate I don't mean like uh, Baloo, the, the boy band. No. no. I mean the, that big um, bear character. Mm-hmm. The Jungle Book. In the Jungle Book. Mm. Yeah. Um, but we don't. I'm sort of... Uh, I've had some... I've planted some. Well, planted trees? Yeah. Some trees? Oh, but good, I think by the, time, for those. by the time I'm able to sit and scratch my back on them... No. Um... I'm going to have the problem because my coffin will be between me and the, <laughs> the actual trunk. That's nice. You could yeah. grow your own coffin, that'd be good. Well, I suppose in a way <laughs> I could, yeah. But I don't know how long that's going to take. Yeah, I suppose I could have one that was sort of open plan. You know, anyway. bamboo, bamboo is very fast growing, so you could grow that and just use that as a back yeah, well, scratcher. Anyway. Oh, back scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a back scratcher, actually. Somebody brought me back from holiday, and I'll tell you what's fascinating about it. It's a back scratcher on one end and a shoe horn on nice. the other. Do you know that's one of my slight phobias? 
back scratcher. You know when they're shaped like a hand? It makes me feel physically oh, sick. Yeah, like a claw. <laughs> makes me feel physically sick. Well, what they didn't, they didn't run the whole thing. What they should have done on this one, because this is shaped like a hand. Oh. Um, oh. But, um, Does it have a clasp thing that goes up and down and the hand slightly, opens and slightly closes? slightly deformed. The, the little finger slightly, <laughs> slightly bent outwards. Uh, but what they should have done is they should have gone for a flattened hand for the shoehorn. Yeah. at the other end oh, so yeah. you had two hands a left and a right that would have been very mm-hmm. clever but they've just gone traditional shoehorn uh. and that's why so many of these things fall flat at the design yeah. stage <laughs> yeah uh, the back scratcher business could do with a complete overhaul you're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio want your Frank fix a little sooner listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio mobile app and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Texting subject line fantasy football team names. Been sitting in that inbox for 18 years, apparently. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. Mm. Is it, what, does it say anything? Oh, Is it just, worth repeating? Well, um, it would have been in 1997. Well. No, I don't mean to be. We, we love you getting involved. Um, uh, it's you, from Dan. You, you turned that around beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never have known. It was seamless. Yeah, we love you so much. We're just going to read the title and then mock it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're up to? Well, that's what I do with both of your shows, Indeed. to be fair. That's not true. I did actually go and see um, Alan Cochran's show, Frank. Yeah. So I did yours. Any good? You've got to do Daddy Bears first. <laughs> Any good? I'm here. You've got to get... <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot you here. You've got to get Daddy Bears show um, out the way with first. Oh, no, I agree. Um, I went to see Alan's show a couple of nights ago. I loved it. Okay. I thought it was fabulous. Can I just say, though, was I it, laughed... Was it better than mine or worse? Oh, oh. questions <laughs> like that. Oh. That's shorter, that's for sure. <laughs> oh. Well, both of well, you... Well, mine's extended by laughter. mine wasn't that night that's for sure it was (laughs) Um, both of you I would say uh, didn't do great on the recognisability factor Um, I didn't get recognised you know that's how I judge a show whether it's Mm. good or not if people say oh you're Emily (laughs) I'm happy I once saw uh, Shirley Bassey um, at uh, I think it was at uh, Empire Paul Wembley Mm. and she introduced Danny LaRue in the audience and he stood up and uh, a spotlight went on him oh. and uh, maybe I should have done that can I be oh, honest fun, wouldn't yeah. there is a part of me I'm going to be completely honest there is a part of me whenever I go to your show and I hope you'll do that Yeah. I think a spotlight might go on me <laughs> I honestly thought that the last time I thought you might say well and I couldn't do it without Emily who's here tonight <laughs> and then I'll stand up and everyone will applaud me well that, that would be uh, well, is that I, too much I, to ask no no not at all I mean I normally just reserve it for LaRue <laughs> as Shirley Bassey did but no I'd be happy to do that we'll, we'll let me know where you're sitting next time okay. and I'll have a word with the lighting man mm-hmm. thank you very much yeah we, needs about three hours um, prep for that for me I had a pint at Alan's show. What? You had a pint? Well, I just felt I should. Too mm. much a pint. Oh, I was trying to fit in and be laddie. Mm-hmm. I've said to you before, though I look at men now with a pint and think, that's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I think that's a lot to drink. You're going to drink all that? Thank Great you. big glass of <laughs> liquid. <laughs> what do you want all that for? That's what I always think. Look at that lot. Come and drink that <laughs> <laughs> on your own. <laughs> on your own, yeah. yeah. So sort of we'll like get a, a shared pint, like a big like pizza, like a pig at a trough. <laughs> Frank, Frank Skinner.
Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Like, what about when I was at Alan Cochran's show at the stand? Mm -hmm. uh, tickets still available. And yep. uh, I said to the lady, um, I've got some tickets. She went, you still have to queue. <laughs> I said, no, I won't. <laughs> oh, I actually said, no, I won't. Oh. And I didn't. Oh, didn't you? The end of that story. Respect. Mm. Who won that battle? Mm. Yeah, um, We've had a text in... That's another yes voter. <laughs> we've had a text saying Annika Rice was praising Frank's show on her Radio 2 programme this Ricey. morning. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. She's, um, I, I, I saw her last night. Very lovely, Annika Rice. What do you mean you saw her last night? Show ends at half ten. You no, know, I saw her. <laughs> she was, uh, she was in a green room. Lovely. Um, we, uh, we once shared a golf buggy at uh, Skibo Castle, the grounds off. Really yeah. lovely. Me, Annika Rice, and Kustark. Uh, <laughs> Remember Kustark? <laughs> no. Beautiful. She went uh, out with Prince Andrew in the 80s. Do you know what? I, she sat oh, at... Uh, when we were in Ski Boat... I don't know if you've ever been to Ski Boat Castle. No, it's, it's, where, it's where Madonna very, got married. Yes, oh, it's a very it? uh, ornate place. Mm. And we went into one of the rooms, and um, it was like quite an elaborate ladies' dressing table, and Coo Stark sat down, and I picked up a, a Victorian, uh, ornate Victorian hairbrush, and I brushed Coo Stark's long, lustrous... There was other people there. It sounds like I the worst adult film in the world. Yeah, I brushed her long lost hair. Do you know what? Three months later, it's in the paper, she's pregnant. Is that right? Can you get that from a hairbrush? I don't think so. Sounds like she might well, be able to other stuff. If anyone knows that, there's any fertility stroke hairdresser people listening, <laughs> give us a shout. I met um, the amazing Bobble Man. Oh, Do you know you? him? No, I don't know him. He does a show called uh, The Amazing Bubble Man. Wow. <laughs> is, um, does he own a is car? Is it eponymous? <laughs> like it's a good, he's, he's extremely eponymous character. <laughs> I um, I think, why don't I do that? Why don't I call my show The Hilarious Frank Skinner? Why don't I change my name? <laughs> I could change my name. You know Marvellous Marvin Hagler, the boxer did yeah. that? So people would have to say, no, ladies and gentlemen, The Hilarious Frank Skinner. I mean, that would be... Brilliant. You could just you write your own reviews. And, what does um, he do? Does he wash cars? Um, well, he does a lot of uh, bubble-based uh, stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll, I had an interesting conversation with him, and then I went to check out his show, so I'll, I'll give you uh, the details in, uh, in half a mo. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio playing the greatest hits. Oh, actually, I think I've uh, read the slogan of the <laughs> ra radio station that we're actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are. So we're not really playing the greatest hits. Mm. Um, anyway, um, I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or Eel Eel Eel. Eel, 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 mail the show. Eelers. Uh, if you put a small note on a moray eel mm -hmm. and it, and point it <laughs> northwards, it should get up here before um, the end of the uh, hour. It's good for those people that um, have moved past what they call snail mail, isn't it? Which is what they call the post now, isn't it? Is that what they call it? Snail yeah. Mail. Then when when the post has gone completely, those people look back and we stand been so disparaging. Yeah, but then they'll be using eel mail that you've just. Uh, yeah, but how long is that going to last? 
good point. I um, mean, they're, they're slippery, the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, before you return to your uh, amazing Bubble Man story, I just thought I might... Um, it's a shame, really, because we don't really read as many praisey texts and emails as we get, but... I'm yeah, now going to. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I'm going to read you a text that you may not appreciate. And um, I mean, there's a sting in the oh, tail. Great. There's a sting in the tail for me too. Frank, <laughs> you informed us at your amazing oh, show last yeah. night that you have 90 suits. I really think you should rephrase that and make it 89. It's time to say goodbye to last night's suit. <gasps> Emily, you need to be keeping a closer eye on him. Oh, it's collective responsibility. It's like the England team. Well, yeah. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing it today. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I didn't know that when I read this. He continues, or she continues, Alan, saw your show too. Good show, rubbish crowd. <gasps> oh. oh, that's down with faint praise. Emily, what night were you there? Um, so there oh, we go. Oh. That's suggesting you could be part of a rock. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> I was actually there on uh, Thursday night, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that so suits perfectly. Um, it's my favourite kind of suit, actually. It, it was um, free. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sort of chocolate brown, isn't it? No, no. It's like grey. It's grey. I, I had a grey suit. A, a guy came up to me the other day in a cafe and said... Uh, That's one of Frank's you, little funny words, isn't it? You were, you a cafe. Were, you work for the post office there, Frank. <laughs> and I used to have a grey suit in the old days. I, mean, I used to keep a card in my pocket that said on it, which I wrote, um, and it, it said, congratulations, you're the 1,000th person to do the post office joke. Oh. If anyone mentioned it, I used to get it out. Oh. But then in England, I think they went to blue. Oh, the, yeah. Um, insignia, are they called now? Oh, they've something? got baseball caps and all sorts yeah. now. Oh, yeah, God, it's all got a bit wrong. But um, I think... Jim Davidson wouldn't like it. Maybe no. they're still, uh, still grey. Anyway, um, <clears throat> the amazing bubble man. So I said... Uh, he said, uh, well, if you if you got a kid... I, I met him at a... I was uh, doing BBC breakfast. There was him and some people dressed as dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that doesn't uh, sound depressing. Uh, no, no, they were fabulous, <laughs> actually. Um, and uh, he was doing very big bubbles, and that's what he does, the, bu- the amazing bubble. Mm-hmm. Well, I would hope so, with he that name. Good, he, yeah. does, he, does. <laughs> he wants what to get a name change, well, otherwise. If you went to see him, he didn't do any bubbles, <laughs> didn't even refer I'd to I'd love him if he did that. <laughs> yeah. If you went. Well, I wondered, because he said to me... Uh, do you have any kids? And I said, yeah, I've got, I got a two-year-old up here with me. He said, oh, he said, I was going to say bring him to the show, but two's a bit young. No. Did you say, so, no, he's going to see The Duck and Death or whatever? No. <laughs> the Duck and Death is a lovely pub down our road, <laughs> just next to the funeral directors. <laughs> no, he said, I thought um, it's a bit too young for the, the bubble man. Really? Yeah. What's this demographic? I wonder if the bubble. I think this is his seventh year. I wonder if it's like you know, you know, your modern comedians now, your young comics feel they have to do a theme <laughs> in which they talk about you know the death of a grandparent or something <laughs> like that, as well as com. I wonder if he's doing you know if he's had a marriage breakup and he's doing it in, in you know telling the story through bubble <laughs> bubble form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing something that's a bit more. I've sort of moved on a bit this year. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the two year old. <laughs> And I thought, you know, what the... You know, bubbles. Surely the universal uh, language. Um, you can't do an adult bubble routine. I'd al- I'd but already, you can, I'd but already um, that's a very different show. Yeah, well, we, we, I'd already planned to go and see him. I must admit I'd misread it as buble <laughs> <laughs> at that point. But um, but we did go. We went and saw um, oh. We went and saw the bubble, man. I'll, I'll, give, you, uh, I'll give you my thoughts on it. 
Mornings. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Yeah, so, uh, speaking of amazing. So I went to see um, the uh, amazing bubble man, and he blew a lot of big bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if um, I don't think he'd have probably. I, I get the feeling at the end of it, he thought, "Oh, didn't quite, didn't quite go today." He had a lot of bubbles burst quite early on. Oh, oh did you they? know when you blow a bubble? <laughs> yeah, you get you know your normal bubbles with the mm. circular thing, and sometimes you pick up and you're blowing just goes, yeah, and there's nothing. Mm. He had a few of those, but obviously on quite a grand scale. Uh. Oh. I wondered if, how much his act was affected by atmospherics. Yeah, yeah. You know, air, air temperature, uh-huh. heat, cold. Does he do material as well, or does he just blow the bu- just the bubble? No, no he does mainly bubbles. He does a little bit, but it's 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 a soapy experience all round. And mm. uh, was it just you and Kath then? No, no. <laughs> it was uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, children there, and he gets people up on stage, you know, kids. And oh, stuff. Okay. And uh, he got um, a little girl up there, Nadine. She was called, very sweet. And mm. she's, I think she's one of those very keen to get up there. As soon as she got up there, she thought, oh, not oh, sure really? about this. You could tell she wasn't happy. Oh. I so identified with that experience. <laughs> you know, but you have to stay. She realised you have to stay, which yeah. we all realise, ultimately. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there was a lot of uh, that. But it was, it was in, you know, it was, it, was, it was very, if you like bubbles, I'd recommend it. About that. That's a poster quote for next year for a minute. Yeah. If you like bubbles, I'd recommend it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the amazing bubble. If you don't like bubbles, I mean, you'd hate it. No. <laughs> I think even he would admit that. <laughs> if you don't like bubbles, bubble, it would be a letdown. Yeah. But uh, it was a lot of burst bubbles that day. Yeah. There was one hole. That, there was, like, two sticks with, like, string on when he was going to... And he stood in front of a fan blowing. And it was, it was all set for the biggest mm-hmm. bubble. And he stood there, and the fan blew, and he held the thing, and, went, oh. and then he did it. He did it again at the bucket. He went, then he did it again, <laughs> and it went, and uh, he said, "Oh, just put it down again." <laughs> that was. I thought the bubbles burst. That's what I thought. Yeah, but I didn't say it. Oh, Frank, we've had a request. Uh, don't suppose there's any chance of an FM tuner so we can listen offline. Hmm. Um, get get the address, and I'll uh, I'll put one in there. <laughs> Put one in a jiffy. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. So I'd reckon. I mean, Buzz liked it. I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, he mentioned it a couple of times after. I like that he went to see. That's like when I went to see my first eighteen movie when I was fourteen. Him going to see that Bubble Man. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't feel. You know. Oh God, it's a bit old. In what way do you feel it wouldn't have been appropriate it, for a two-year-old? I don't know. There was that uh, long speech about immigration <laughs> in the middle. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, which I thought, well, it was borderline. Let's put it that way. And then, I mean, difficult and then there's grasp, the whole uh, thong interlude. Yeah. Let's not even go there. I mean, don't get me wrong, though, it included bubbles. It wasn't oh. just that. It was. He showed, you know, one bubble represented um, one nation and the other. Right, another. yeah. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, but it was, that was a weird bit. I'm not sure <laughs> about that bit. But I think it's good he's trying new stuff. Yeah, me too. But, um, yeah... I felt very uncomfortable during that bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I went to the. Uh, I'll tell you what. I went to the museum as well, the National Museum of Scotland. Oh yeah, oh, in Edinburgh. Very well, good. Regular haunts, is it not? Well, it's I filmed there before, recently, yeah. and that that made me realise that it, it it could be a great place to take a child. Mm-hmm. I but, love a museum. It's such a Disney movie waiting to happen. Yes. Well, there was a. I tell you what. Boz really liked was the stuffed animals room. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, think yeah. it's called that. I think it's called natural history, but it is a lot of stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, my plan was to take him to Edinburgh Zoo while we was up here. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking now they are, in a way, they're better stuffed. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. To look at. They might be hiding if you go to the zoo. Well, that's it. That thing when they... I hate the fact that they have their own living quarters well, the that they can <laughs> stay. <laughs> They've got plans, animals. But who had that, who had that idea? We'll have a zoo, but we'll, we'll, give, we'll make it optional for the animals. <laughs> don't talk to me about the bears, Frank. They can have their living quarters, and if they don't feel like coming out... That day, I mean, we all have to work, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What if I don't feel like going out one day? Am I supposed to...? They must feel like the people watching are papping them. It must be like you feeling papped. Yeah, but if people came to the show, and uh-huh. I, they could just see, like, say, my leg... <laughs> just behind the curtain mm-hmm. and I never come out for the whole show yeah you know the way they don't mm-hmm. or there's just like a big branch on stage and a couple of stones and they're looking to see if I'm in there somewhere but they can't I'd, I'd actually love that people would be outraged uh, by that I think they get away with it you're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio want your Frank fix a little sooner listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM Absolute Radio yes I'm, I'm honestly thinking uh, having you know I'm not saying I won't go to the zoo but mm. I think there are definite pluses with the stuffed animals. That's never occurred to me before. They don't smell. No. As I say, they're out there. You know, you get a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not cruel. Yeah. Well, what the stuffed animals? I think. I mean, surely you can say it's not cruel now. Now that they've been stuffed. No, they're dead. Yeah. I think they stuff them dead. Yeah. What you're suggesting. But but I mean. <laughs> They stuff them live to keep them vibrant. No, but once upon a time, those Yeah, he's those worrying how their passing been, came about. Yeah, yeah, they might well have been killed for a museum back in the day. Do you think so? No. Yeah. I, think there was a, I think there was a natural causes disclaimer card. You think? On the wall, if I remember rightly. Right. I mean, if some of them I have mean, got tyre tracks across what are them, the, then that's fine, but if not... No, I think there was, uh, there was a uh, hyena in a sling. All right. <laughs> which made me think. I hadn't thought of that, actually, how they were killed. No. Mm. But, you know, if you're going to make an omelette... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, it seems less cruel. You know, when you, there's, no, there's no pacing, you know, that terrible pacing oh, you get yeah, in yeah. Oh, that the animals do. Yeah. You only yeah. ever see, like, the big cats, polar bears, and comedians pace up and down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Terrible. Can I just say, I think the bears are the worst. In terms Generally? of not delivering how they should... Oh, really? You know, yeah, because you get fed all these, you know, yogi bear, and they seem quite fun and interesting, and uh-huh. party animals, and they just hide in that cave. I've I've waited hours to see a bear. At the zoo? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hours. That's how you tick and miss with the, uh, the animals. Well, I once went up a river that was meant to have crocodiles in it, and it was exactly the temperature that they liked being in the water. It was a complete waste of time. I could have gone up a river in... Peterborough or something rather than in Australia. Uh, what you needed was, uh, say, an immersion eater over the side of the boat. Exactly. Sweat yeah. them out. Or a big bag of ice cubes. <laughs> or that, if that was less, I mean, it's, it's less practical to carry in, uh, exactly. in Africa. Well, Yogi Bear, when they did the live action Yogi Bear 
oh. um, film. Did you see that? No. No. Uh, they did one, you know, with like. What did they have a man in a bear costume? Well, I think there was a bit of that and a bit of CGI. Oh, but, you know, I, mean, I can't bear was that. Was it Andy Circus? I mean, uh, not the uh, not <laughs> the uh, cartoon. <laughs> I don't think it was Andy Circus. Um, he was Boo Boo. Right. No. He only does CGI. But they made, you know how Michael uh, Sheen only does the impressions? Andy Circus only does CGI. I know, but it's good to have a specialist. Ah, he won't do it. It's the amazing bubble man. <laughs> yeah. You find something you can, you know. He's yeah. the amazing CGI man. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, they made the hair quite coarse on Yogi Bear. Oh, oh, yeah. And the thing I always liked about Yogi Bear in the cartoons, <laughs> he looked like he was very... He could, you wanted to stroke him, you know oh, what I mean? He looked right. very smooth. Nice sheen. There was no real... Um, no sense that you could even rob him the wrong way. It no. was very, very finished, you know, yeah, oh, properly. A bit, bit badger. Professionally finished. Uh -huh. But the uh, the one in the... Uh, I'm calling it live action. Very... You, it, he was... Um, Bristly. Can I ask you a question? Oh, Does he have a top cat style waistcoat? Does he have any clothes, Yogi? Does he Bear? have a collar and tie and a hat? Doesn't oh yes, and that? no pants. My favourite. No, he doesn't have any uh, pants. But um, that didn't seem to matter when he was um, when it, when he was professionally finished. I think all that was just <laughs> that was just, under the it was just it was just plained away. <laughs> yeah, he had a nice smooth. Um, uh, non-controversial finish. You have to tell me. Who, you have to tell me who he goes to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, um, but the, uh, the I, don't, I didn't notice the one in the uh, in the film. The other, whether that had, uh, I didn't. It was a lot of it was shot above the waist. Come mm. to think of it, it's mm. always I suppose that's plain sight. This is Frank Skinner. Uh, we need to talk about a news story that has come to my attention this week, um, not least because there was a typing mistake on the Daily Mail online for most of yesterday when I saw it. Uh, Sylvester Stallone has said that in their pomp, in the pomp of their 80s fame, him and Arnold Schwarzenegger were serious rivals that couldn't stand each other, they couldn't bear to be in the same room. Oh, yeah. And apparently he uh, he said that he could have choked Arnie. Um, and uh, to be honest, the Daily Mail had uh, misspelled choked. They'd gone for C-H-O-C-K-E, so it read Chocked. chocked. <laughs> <laughs> I could have chocked a honey. Well, you were both big guys, you know, maybe a bit of death by chocolate. I don't know what, <laughs> is that what's caused it? They were, that was in their dirty face days. Yeah, You know, yes. there, there was always on posters with dirty faces. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, often with a, a, a huge automatic weapon of some kind, but looking like a sort of a post-nuclear stig of the dump. Yes, that was the look. Very much. Well, so. they do it for they're doing it for this uh, Expendables movie. Expendables three, which everyone's in. Have you seen Everybody them all lined is up? It. Is that a dirty face poster? Yeah, it's dirty well? face. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. Everyone's like in it. Char Charlie's in it. Daisy's mm -hmm. in it. They're all in it. See, I don't like dirty face films much. Don't I, you? Like, I don't mind sweaty face films. What about I like Rambo? Rocky. I like Rocky. Rocky's good. Yeah, oh, Rambo. Yeah. I Oh, Rambo is brilliant. I love Rambo. Yeah, but that's, that's dirty face. You know, you've got you that. You've got blood. that in your uh, in your armoury. That macho thing. He's yeah, yeah, I'm really macho. Everyone knows that about me. Yeah. Yeah. He said really macho. He, they hated each other so much that I'm um, Sly, as I call him. I haven't met Sly. I've met Arnie though. Just definitely. I've met I've met Arnie. How did you find him? I told you, didn't I? He, he, get, he yes. did a he did a low five thing, and I didn't yes. know what it was, and I did oh. like a sideways handshake. It's very <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, that is awkward. 
He was all right. He was talking to me. He said, it's hot in here, isn't it? And, and someone raced over <laughs> with a couple of wet wipes and started dabbing him. That could have been a really. chest-up line. Yeah, oh, it could have been, well, yeah. Maybe they knew that he was about to take his jacket off and he was going, it's getting hot in here, and that was just a habit of his. And, and take thought, off all got, your clothes. We've got to cool him down <laughs> before he starts getting his kit off. You know what he's like. <laughs> I am getting so hot. This is more and more. <laughs> 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 British. He, was, um, he was much shorter than I anticipated. Yes, he, he is short. Who are he's, mm, he's yeah. a shorty. He's a little he? shorty, isn't he, Frank? He's, he's, he was shorter than me. Mm. But, um, oh, he's but than Frank. He was considerably wider. I think I always think and he's tall because he had I'm a foundation tide mark, which you don't often have. Oh. Did he? Mm. No, well, he was being white when I saw him. All right. So Sly said that. But weren't sorry. they? I'm sorry, weren't they in Planet Hollywood um, yeah. together? Yeah. Wow. I, I love your modern references. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I've got, a, I've got a leather bomber jacket, a brown and cream combo of, with Tiny Hollywood London on the back. I'll stop is showing it, off. Is it getting yeah. much action these days? <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm thinking I might bring you oh, out. Oh, that'd be great. It's, very, it's warm. You'd be amazed how warm it is. It's a good sturdy leather. It'd be warming leather. You're you right. know, jackets from those days, you felt you could stand them up and they would be all right on their own. <laughs> It'd be good for you with you making up the man for the next day, isn't it, when you dress the chair? Yeah, it yeah. could stand up at me like a mighty sentinel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I'd like to get out the old Planet Hollywood. Oh, uh, please do. Oh, yeah. Brown, brown I, in the body. Absolutely. In the body. It could brown be in my September bodies. if you. Brown the in the body. The first show we do after that. we're in Edinburgh, please wear your Planet Hollywood jacket. It's almost beige. It's virtually beige on the arm. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. It doesn't exist anymore, Planet Hollywood, does it? Oh, no. No. Closed down some years ago, my friend. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was the people involved then. It was Sly and Arnie. It was all the Dirty Face Brigade. Was it? Yeah. It was Sly Arnie and Bruce Willis. Oh, oh yeah. He's dirty and sweaty face, isn't he? Yeah, he, mm -hmm. he does. And they all, all uh, particularly Willis and um, Sly at home in a singlet. Yes. Yeah. 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 I suppose Jason Statham there would be uh, your dirty face. Yeah. Poster boy. Probably. He's, he's in the Expendables. Diesel, I suppose. No, he's in the Expendables. Did you call him Diesel? He's called Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel. I like that you call him but Diesel. You'd say Stallone, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't think you say I would Diesel. Say would you say Sly? I, mean, I wouldn't say Vin. <laughs> if I'd said Vin, Sly said when he walked into the room, Arnie, he used to say, "Oh, it's him." Yeah, you know when he said that. Do you think yeah. he's just been listening to our show when we quote people <laughs> and say, "Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's actually walking in and thinking." Yeah, so I it's looked him. up and I said, "Oh no, it's, it's uh, Sly." <laughs> so Sly says, uh, "Yeah, so I looked up and I said, oh, it's him.' <laughs> did you actually say it? No, I did. Actually, I know what you mean when people say, um, oh." So I said, oh, well, but I actually did say oh on this occasion. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I don't wouldn't normally say oh. Well, on this occasion, I went, oh, it's him. Okay. Well, we've had a text about Emily's impression of Arnie, but I'm oh, expecting Oh, I can't the, wait uh, to hear it. Um, Emily's impression of Arnie yes. was extraordinary. Didn't know he was French. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, well, thanks a lot. Um, I wonder what we'll get from Frank's rendition of Sylvester Stallone. I've been workshopping that. Different film. He's jumped films. I did it for you, Adrian. <laughs> That's what he said to Adrian Giles. I did. When he drove him up to Birmingham. I've done that many a time. 
Oli did that. What if I drove him to West Brom and then just sat in the seat? They wouldn't let him out the car. Just two inches from his face saying, I did it for you, Adrian. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Uh, could you stop it there? Yeah, right. An absolute nightmare, though, for like, trying to get up here. Um, so what about when they made up? Hold on, but oh, um, yeah. don't, don't, let's not jump ahead. Let's have some music. <laughs> so we've got them. They're already, they're separated. They're yeah. angry. And then let's have a moment yeah. where we get used to that idea yeah. before we before we put them back together again. Okay. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we were discussing the Sly and Arnie feud, mm. which ran for some years. I'm amazed. I don't quite understand. What were they angry about? Just that they were rivals? Yeah, I think each other's size. I think well, Stallone was... Uh, upset that Arnie was bigger and that he was several times Mr Olympia. Mm. Well, I still talk to you. Yeah. yeah. And Sly said he wanted to strangle him every day in the morning and at night. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think he'd get the job done in the morning. So not, what he's talking about, he's, he doesn't want to kill him, he just uh, wants, to, he wants to just keep it. It's not about the spin plates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to keep, totally. him in a, keep him in a, continu- a perpetual state of choking, semi choking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're just starting to get over it and the end. Oh, starting to feel a little bit. Oh, he is again. Yeah. Like that. Keeping him topped up on the choking front. I mean, as a member of the S&M community, you can <laughs> understand how uh, debilitating well, that can be. You've you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you know how it ended? Tangerine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. So it's a different... Uh, different. I got mixed up. No, um... Yes, did um, <laughs> Emily's gone? I, I've forgotten. No, I've read. I've read. The oh, story. I know what happened. I know what. Do you, Stallone, <laughs> Stallone wanted to do something radical and weird, didn't he? I need to do something really weird. Yeah, so, he did do something weird. Yeah, he walked up to him and he said, "Do you want to dance?" Oh, he said to uh, to um Arnie. Okay, and did he say I'd rather eat glass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he said, uh, come on, let's dance like no one's looking. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> they did. I think that's quite a good idea to dance with your sworn enemy. See, I think if somebody muscly came up to me and said, do you want to dance? I'd think that it was a threat. I think they were saying, let's yeah. fight. You know, like people do in, in films like they make. Do you want to dance? That's what they're... Can I ask you both a question? Do either of you have sworn enemies? I've got one. Um, I'm very bad at feuds. Do you not have any feuds? I don't really have any grudge stamina. Don't you? Oh. So I can be really furious, and then it goes away, and I just can't get it back again. I can't. Oh, stick around. <laughs> stick around with me, yeah. because oh, there's one woman, I hate her so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known her for many years. She's married to an old friend of mine. I really want Can we just leave this there? <laughs> because it's getting tense. tense. As a teaser, I think that's fantastic. <laughs> just that as a setup. I mean, I hope we haven't lost that moment now, but that was... Uh, that's quite an opener, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think one so rarely hears the word "I hate" on commercial radio. Absolutely <laughs> another human being, or indeed despise. <laughs> Keep them coming. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Hmm. Um, yeah, so your feud. Oh, yeah. 
So I was talking about this woman I hate. Mm. I don't hate many. <laughs> no. But this woman I hate. How many do you hate, ballpark figure? This is the person I hate most ever yeah, in my okay. whole life. Wow. Okay. Um, I've given up talking to her now. There's no point. No. She, aware she won't be the... talked to. Oh, she knows. Oh, wow. she knows. Mm, okay. Wow. She was married to a friend of mine. They yeah. split up. Thank okay. the Lord. Here's just, here's just a sample of some of the things she would say to me. Okay. I remember once going to a party. I look lovely. If I do say so myself, I'd made an effort. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some nice eyeshadow I was trying out. Okay. She came over to me. A man said to me, oh, you look great. I said, thanks. She said, yeah, you do. I like your eyeshadow. My six-year-old's got one just like it. Oh. Mm. Okay. Bit root one for the likes of me. Could that have been accidental? Okay, do you want to hear the next one? Okay. I used to write them down when I used to get home. <laughs> the next one. In eyeshadow. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. Or at the premiere. Um, I'll tell you the premiere because I'd like her to ID herself. Okay. Oh. If needs be. Uh, it was for Romeo and Juliet. Remember that film? Yeah. Baz Luhrmann. Yes. Yeah. I'm aware it's not only a film. Good, good no, soundtrack on that one. On that film. She had... She was overdressed, I won't lie. <laughs> okay. She looked a bit uh, Young Musician of the Year. Right. And Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio's there. It's a little bit more... It's a little bit cooler. It's a little right. bit more LBD. Little black dress, which yeah. I'd gone for. Yeah. I'd yeah. hit it. I'd got... I'd hit it dead right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I wore to that premiere as well, actually. <laughs> LBD. It was the 90s. I, I, I think. went as a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> It was the 90s. I think I might have been talking to the fun-loving criminals or someone. Okay. Yeah. She came over. She was furious because she got the dress code so wrong and I've got yeah, it so right. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So she said, um, so nice to see you, but when are we going to see you dressed up? I only ever see you like this in your sloppy joes. Oh, that is... Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Dear, dear, dear. So I'd, ha I, I, I'd had enough of her. By the time she came out with her third one, I lost it. Mm -hmm. Someone had bought me a very generous gift, a piece of jewellery. Nice. She said, oh, that's so nice. I'm so glad someone never bought me anything like that because um, I'd feel very beholden to them. Oh. Mm -hmm. I said, that's lucky because no one ever will. Good and you. I've never spoken to her since. Is that right? Yeah. You didn't even say so. I saw her dance. recently. I saw her. I did a bit of a sly and arnie. It was at a, um, a posh designer do. I saw her and I went, oh, and I just walked out. <laughs> really? And do you know there's something quite cleansing and liberating about it? Yeah. I hate her. She hates me. Let's call the whole thing restraining order. Brilliant. <laughs> wow, that's, um, that's quite a I need story. some beefs. Why haven't I got any beefs? I yeah. want some beefs now. Life's you've too short, it... Frank. You can't waste time. Life's too short, and so the skirt she wears at her age. You know what? You've made this sound really appealing. You've made it sound really appealing to have a beef. Right. Don't you want a beef now that no, she's got a beef? No, I, really? I don't have a beef in me. See, if I, I, I'd be very upset about what they'd said to me, and I'd sulk about that for days. Yeah. But also, right. then I'd think... The next time I went to Mass, I'd, I'd feel bad about what I'd said to them. That's my life. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I can't... Uh, you could just have a beef and stop going to Mass. I'm going to throw you a curveball there. <laughs> Shut your... <f> <laughs> <laughs> Can I say at the end of this, one... I, sometimes people say something and they just go up in your estimation. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone in this article. Mm. Mm -hmm. so he's talking about the fact that he was the, he was the big dirty face poster man and then Arnie came along. Uh-huh. And he says that you can only be hot once. After that you just have to hang on. And that is so true. Yes. And yeah. I respect it, it reminded me when I saw Peter Stringfellow on a daytime TV program talking about having a a 17-year-old girlfriend. 
And these, this woman said, what do you find to talk about with a 17-year-old? He said, well, I'm very lucky like that because I'm, I'm uh, shallow, <laughs> so I don't need. And I thought, respect to you. <laughs> that. that is quite a comeback. And this is how I feel about Stallone, just hanging on. Fabulous. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we're um, we're at the Edinburgh Festival. Um, I don't know if we've actually said where we are during this show, have we? Have we made it clear that we're up here? Yeah, yeah. Frank, Daddy said it. Have we oh, not yeah, mentioned we, Edinburgh? We have. We did a bit of our show's discussion. Mm. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I think I might be feeling a little uh, heightened emotions up here. Oh, um, I'm right, Harry. Yeah, I do. I, I cried at the end of a... I got a bit teary at the end of a circus show, just because it had been good, and I thought, oh, they've put all that work into really? it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, I cried at the bobble, man. Yeah. It just popped a bit close to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cried at I the got, circus. I welled up because it had been so good, and it was very visible that they'd put a lot of work into it, and it had gone well, and it was my little boy's birthday, and we were all out as a family. Oh, well, now you, really now you good. put it in its context. Yeah. That, isn't it? What's the, well, give them a plug. Oh, um, what uh, called? Pants Down Circus. Absolutely brilliant. Very okay. good. Okay. Really good show. <laughs> well, I wasn't, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. I no, it's gonna be like a kids thing. Can no, I just was, say? Was, can I just say, nor did the audience. They don't perform it pants down. That's just oh. the name of the show. Oh, okay. Um, but also, uh, when they arrived, my little family pants come down up, Abbey. My, um, <laughs> that's where I live. My my son and daughter and my wife arrived to the to the flats that I'm renting for the month in yes. um, in Edinburgh on Tuesday. And my daughter has inadvertently been making me feel like I'm a divorced gentleman. Oh, has she? By walking around the flat that I'm renting for the month, going, I really like your new house, Daddy. I really <laughs> like your new house. Oh. I love your house, Daddy. Oh. <laughs> and every time she says it, I think, yeah, she seems to think I've moved out and I'm living away from her. So even when we were in the park, she was very loudly saying, can we go back to your new house now? Let's go back to your house. Oh, I bet people are thinking, oh, oh it's yeah. one of them dads just gets them at work. And again. what they're thinking is, do you know what? It's a very modern relationship. They're very yeah. civilised to each other. And do you yeah. know what? A day and a half in, after she'd been really annoying, I was thinking, I think it's time you went back to your house now. Yeah. See you, love. Yeah. Go on, you're doing my head in. Um, <laughs> You've been lying fantasising about the fact that it was your house. <laughs> to say um, I, I got a bit angry when uh, I was walking through Bristow Square up at the other end of Edinburgh oh, yeah. from where we are now when uh, a young person in a cagoule walked up and flyered me for Frank Skinner's show really oh can I give you a flyer for Frank Skinner a flyer I'm with the band <laughs> at I'm least they didn't say um you're not coming in like I had it in your show. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I do? I've learnt what to do. Just stick some laminates around your neck. Can be any laminates. Oh, that's a good yes. idea. Could be Lindisfarne, 1981. Just stick any laminates, that? probably. That's, a, that's actually the one <laughs> laminate I've brought up with me, so that's Stick handy. those all around your neck and they won't approach. It's a deterrent. Okay. Yeah. Makes you look sort of... Uh, Important and uh, busy. Right. I that had was... them around my neck when I went to the Jim Davidson gig. Okay. You went where? We'll discuss this later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where, what did you um, did you take the leaflet? No, because I thought, well, that's waste. I know when his show's on. I'm seeing him every Saturday morning, and uh, frankly, I don't need a flyer. If I was at the Edinburgh Festival as Joe Public, I was on the uh, Frank Skinner train early. You know, I watched you when I was at school, didn't I? Mm. On the uh, on the TV. God, I get a lot of that. 
Yeah, I remember I watching you when I was at school. Well, probably you do if the front row are seven and three years old. Well, exactly. I'm not even at school, yeah. Some of my audience. I've also you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? she didn't call his show Pants Down. Yeah. No. I've also developed a very specific Edinburgh Festival shyness, Frank, that I might pick your brains about. Oh. I have found, when I am walking the streets... If I walk past the large lamppost posters that I've paid for of myself, right. I feel mortified <laughs> because people are playing a big version of Human Snap. I can see people look at me and go, there he is over oh, there. Oh, yeah. I, I shouldn't have brought the same jacket that I've got in the picture. Have you I'm, done that? Yeah, oh. I'm walking around in the jacket. Oh, you're not. I you're so standing by that lamppost waiting to be recognised. Well, yeah, actually, exactly. a friend of mine did text saying, I haven't got in touch with you because there's your poster right outside my flat. And I texted back saying, that's not my poster, I'm just there grinning at you. <laughs> yeah. And she said, that's creepy. I instinctively reproduce the pose when I walk past <laughs> Take your shirt off quickly. Actually, I spoke to a woman the other day. She said, I think I owe you an apology. My dog pees on your poster every morning. <laughs> I kissed that the other day. Oh, yeah, you did. That's oh. right. I don't think it pees that high. <laughs> I'll find out. The, I'll find you don't, out you the don't know where I kissed. I'll check the breed for you. We'll soon get to the bottom of this. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Oh, sorry. Email corner. I don't think that jingle has ever startled quite so many people. No, it came out of nowhere. Uh, we're in email corner, so I'm going to start with an email. This one is from... We're sort of inadvertently in email corner, but while we're here, yeah. let's take a pew. We've landed. What's your poison? It's my shout. The email has landed. That's what we could... Uh, that's what this could be. We could use the theme tune from The Eagle Has Landed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, here comes the eagle. <laughs> Oh, here it comes, it is flying, oh, it's not flying anymore. It's landed, it's landed, the eagle has landed. That's what happened then. Do you remember it? I don't remember that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a sort of That's a marching. That's what happened then. It's a sort of a marching tune, I remember. There was a bit of whistling. <laughs> you do love a bit of whistling, don't you? Oh, God. It's the caretaker in him. Yeah. Um... This is from Prisoner number 6075. OK. Mm -hmm. Good morning, all. I'm a long-time reader, first-time writer, and I have a dilemma. Read tickets for the Fringe Festival. Mm -hmm. Exclamation mark. Or as we say in the trade, screamer. <laughs> Two, is that right? Yes. I didn't, I didn't know Two that. weeks ago... You what trade did they say that in? Well, they say it when you're writing. Yeah. Any right. sort of writing, any any publication, yeah. they'll refer to that as a screamer. Screamer's different in show The magazines and the newspapers, all sorts. Um, two weeks ago... You were telling us that the cockerel was playing at the Fringe. Mm -hmm. Fab, I think. I'm going with my mother. I will take her to see Alan. I like the tents being used here. <coughs> Bit rude. Tickets rude. bought. <laughs> job done. Oh, OK. Tickets. Then, yeah. I listen this week and you tell us Frank is also there. Uh -huh. Here's my problem. We're only there for two nights, one seeing the tattoo... Mm -hmm. Not the the Russian man. No, not no, who used not to there. live near Frank. Yeah. No, they didn't live there. They lived in the flat ab above which I nearly bought a flat. Or wherever it was, it was worrying. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think we can see you, Frank, at eight forty-five p.m.? Mm -hmm. Then make it across. I know nothing of Edinburgh. To see, that wasn't me. This is this woman. To see Alan at ten fifteen, ten ten actually. Yeah, my show starts at 10.10, so you've just lost Without, five minutes of journey oh, time so that's, immediately. That's a big 10.10. Without 10, A, really killing my mother, <laughs> and B, 
causing a huge commotion being late for Alan. Tickets are bought for Thursday the 14th. Frank, if you're popping over to see Alan, maybe we could catch a lift. That's from Prisoner 6075. Um, I don't think you're going to make it. No. I think we... we, we Here's what's happened. Frank has rewritten the Edinburgh Festival rulebook by really stretching his legs in his show. (laughs) (laughs) And and he's eschewed the conventional one-hour-long set, and he's gone for, what is it, a 90? Is it 90? It's a 90, more or less. He's doing the TDK 90. uh, Paying for it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So what's that taking you from? 8.45, my mental arithmetic Ten, isn't about, great. 10.15. Yeah, about 10.15. You don't want... If you leave Frank's early, it'll be a nightmare. Oh, yeah, you'd be walking Well, people about. leave early all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a steady stream of uh, of exitors. Mm-hmm. Exitors or exitees? Good question. Well, also, well, you'll get the worst honest, of both worlds. I don't worlds. get that many that I need a get, collective noun for them. You'll get grief from Frank for leaving early and then grief from Alan for coming in late. Yeah, I mean, it's I was going to suggest <laughs> that I could just go up late and run short that night on Thursday. Is it Thursday? I'll just put it in my diary. Just go, uh, to you. Well, go and see Alan. Go it's on fine. at 20 past... Oh, I was about to do that and see in he needs, he, needs, he needs lifting, I think he's got... No, I don't, I don't. I've already got their tickets now, they could just... Also, you've got... <laughs> Let's face you. it, you could both do with lifting. <laughs> well, that's true. But you've also got the option with mine, you can always buy the DVD. Oh, nice, yep. Yeah. Yeah, the, if you look in the bargain bin. Oh, zing! <laughs> <laughs> you know, why are you wearing that sloppy Joe? <laughs> Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, uh, we're still in email corner, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, OK. Uh, hi, Frank. Et al. Um, et al. Et al. That's good. That's French for and all, isn't to it? you? Uh, maybe it is. That's good, but M. Al, it could have been. I was going to say, it's good, but there's not much of me in it. No, that's true. <laughs> Frank M. Al, though, I like. Mm. Uh, the email continues. I am a sociology teacher living in Kenya. Who oh, isn't? Okay. I'm a sociology teacher in uh, Kenya. I wonder if he's read Family and Kinship in East London. Why? Why do you wonder well, that? It's a sociological uh, master text. Oh, is it? Oh, gotcha. oh good. Maybe he's read uh, Suicide by Emile Durkheim. You well, think? We're not just going to list books no. he might have read. No, you're quite right. I wonder if he's read Forever by Judy Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> I know you um, have. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've read that. Read it, I committed it to memory. I'm a sociology oh, teacher living in Kenya. disgusting and creature. a huge fan of the <laughs> other Albion football team. Oh yes, Brighton and Hove. Whilst on a Brighton football forum, we were discussing when a player scores a late consolation goal whilst being four or five nil down, a regular occurrence for both Albions, sadly. Oh, yeah. Mm. Said player always enthusiastically grabs the ball from the net, pushes the goalkeeper out of the way and runs back to the centre circle with a look of utter grit and determination before planting the ball back on the centre (laughs) circle. A fellow poster on the forum suggested these players could be known as goal-down retrievers. I like that. I thought this term was utterly marvellous. That's very fine. (laughs) One you would appreciate. Lovely. All the best for the upcoming season, and one day I hope to see two Albions in the Premier League. Peace, Matthew. I like goal down retrievers, Frank. No, I like Peace good. Matthew. That's good. <laughs> that's really good. I tell you what I miss is the thing when when I used to go to football. If a player got injured while he was being treated, the other players would sit on the on the pitch. Mm. They'd all sit down and properly like, relax. 
Yeah. You know, on one elbow. What laser bound. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the one lucky player who got the ball as a little stool. Uh-huh. And he'd sit on that. But they just all laced about and he was mended again. Why is that stopped? Us, uh, and pitches then were horrible. Now they're lovely oh, yeah. and light. Yeah, on the soil eating, you wouldn't want to get up, would you? <laughs> Has it stopped because they think it's given a psychological advantage to the other team because they they think oh those guys they need to like lie down game. Yeah. they all did it didn't really matter everyone that's one of the things that they said during the World Cup when they uh, went to extra time they said oh they can't have a little rest in between like normal time and then extra time you, you can't you got to tell your teams not to sit on the floor or lie around uh, you've got really? to keep them on their feet you've got to keep moving like a shark like a business but meeting you can imagine you just, or just snuggling your buttocks into the underside <laughs> and oh oh yeah, this is a bad injury <laughs> oh, this is a bad injury. Have a, li- have a little lie down. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I really miss that. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Frank, you're a Doctor Who fan. Y- yes. Hold the front page. <laughs> and extraordinarily have a child and a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, these Doctor Who shows. fans... <laughs> Did you read about these Doctor Who fans? They had a Dalek wedding. They, yes, Please I did tell me you read about this. You must have loved this story. You must have got it on one of your Who alerts, Frank. Um, I, you know what? I don't think it was on a Who Oh, alert. it should have been. No. Odd. Oh. That is odd. So, um, they decided to have the wedding vows renewed. The groom... Now, can I ask you, why do people do that? Mm. What do you mean? Why do people get their wedding... I believe the wedding vows traditionally, I don't know if it still happens, you promise to stay loyal to someone till death. Mm-hmm. Do they then go away and think, you know, I don't know if that was committed enough. We need I, to we need to go back and emphasise that I, a bit more. Do you know more. what I think? I think everyone likes a bit of attention. Yeah. If they're anything like me, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's another excuse to be, you know, a little star for the day. Yeah. That's what it is. So yeah. they're not really renewing their vows as such. It's not like a party. Is it the, a has the modern world come to this where vows <laughs> are something that that's an expire? Yeah. After a Frank period Skinner's, of time, has the modern world fly. come to this? Is currently, um, <laughs> I mean, has the modern world the assembly come to rooms, <laughs> Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of my show next year. <laughs> uh, so the groom wore a fez and a Tom Baker scarf. So Ooh. the fez is the is Matt Smith. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, See, I'm not sure about the amalgam of the 4th yeah, yeah. and the 11th Doctor. Oh, I'm not sure about any of it. Do you think people were looking at him going, Doctor Who? If oh. my boyfriend turned up in a fez and a Tom Baker scarf, well, let's say we'd talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's not cosplay so much as cross-play, mm. is yeah. it? Um, I think you have to pick your doctor and then and then Stick go with for it. it. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's McCoy, so be it. Okay. Stick with McCoy. Go for the question mark, a fair aisle uh, tank top. Yeah, why not? But, but don't mix them up. No. Um, now, here's the really extraordinary bit. Uh, a Dalek turned up. I say turned up. I think I don't think it brought was, Yeah, there. I don't think it was a well, surprise. Yeah. He, he would have gone man. in, had he been invited or not, to be honest. That's oh, what the Daleks right. are like, isn't it? Oh, like, God, yeah. they're inclined to invade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was the best man. Mm-hmm. Well, so there you go. Didn't the Dalek wear a bow tie? He wore a bow tie. Is, is a bit much. And the Reverend said, "You can, you may kiss the bride or be exterminated." Yeah. See, what really, I mean, that that's light-hearted. No, that's <laughs> nice. He's light-hearted. I mean, I think I, I personally, I would have preferred it if they're going to do Some the exterminate joke. Some of those Doctor Who fans' breath. I think I'd prefer to be exterminated. There you go again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I like the fact that you're taking the tone of a persecuted <laughs> minority here. Well, it's... Um, oh, there you go again. The thing... <laughs> for the Whovians. The thing that uh, that struck me about it, it was there was a, a, a Cyberman at the reception. Mm-hmm. That's attractive. But the Dalek, there was only a Dalek at the actual ceremony. You know when you get invited to a wedding... <laughs> And you don't get invited to the whole thing. Uh-huh. Only the Dalek got to go to the ceremony. The Cybermen, who are quite a major force, yeah. go way back. Um, they only got the reception. Not the Ice Warrior and the Autons were just at the evening do. Oh, is he an EDO? Evening do only. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what an insult, Oh, though. how embarrassing. Um, the Cybermen, I wouldn't have gone. <laughs> Simple as that. This is Frank Skinner. Great with tradition, I'd like to read a tweet. I don't normally deal with the Twitter. Mm. Uh, Just love Divine Miss M even more now. All girls have another girl they hate. Is that right? (laughs) Emily Emily is my hero from Claire Coupland on the Twitter. Oh, Claire, I love you. Thank you. Yeah. I I was nervous about admitting it, and now I feel. To be honest, I thought the ladies. Now I feel there's um, no stopping me. I thought the ladies would would loathe you for that. I'm I'm glad that they've gone on side. Mm. Great stuff. See, we don't understand. That's why. Yeah. Well, you I mean, just hit each other. Claire, she gave mm. her name, did you say? Yeah, Claire Coopland. See, now, everyone that knows Claire Coopland is female is going to be thinking, oh, God, am I the woman is it that, me? She, yeah, that yeah. she has? Well, that's no bad thing. <laughs> no, exactly. That, that might up yep. their game a bit. And cat, if I'm honest, that was partly my motive for saying that today. Let well, those female friends have a little think. And you <laughs> are honest, let's face it. Mm, I yeah. am. Yeah. Uh, so, meanwhile, over at the Doctor Who wedding... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it it was quite extraordinary. I think what I wanted to ask you, Frank, is as a follower of the Nazarene, mm. how do you feel yeah. about this? Well, I follow do the you Nazarene. Feel it's disrespectful. But, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a, I also follow the Gallifreyan. <laughs> um, I can see the the urge, especially because yeah. I think one thing with um, with Doctor Who fans is often I know you you think that they're all uh, single, but often that they're what a more common uh, scenario is a male uh, Doctor Who fan. Who has a female partner who's uh, not into it? Right. Is that right? But that's only the heterosexual. There's a massive gay following of uh, Doctor oh. Who. I know loads of gay Doctor Who fans. So you know, it's it's much cooler than you than you think. Mm-hmm. But oh, I well, can, you you sold me. But if you find a female who likes Doctor, it must be tempting to think, well, this is quite a rare coming together of minds. Yes. So what? Let's theme the whole. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. I, mean, but I still that, think if they're going to do the exterminate joke, they should save that for the divorce. I feel like I know, it does the seem, decrease, it, yeah. is it a decree nicile or something like that? They could hand it over and go, exterminate. That's, yeah. That seems like it's there for the taking. No, you're right, I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't thought of that. I suppose that one doesn't like to keep something back for the divorce when you're planning your wedding <laughs> yeah, ceremony. <laughs> I just Perhaps I watch too much snooker, I like something rolled over the pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would be an interesting. Who's going to bring it up? <laughs> so let's hold that back for the divorce. Oh. That, that would hang in the air a bit, wouldn't it? Yes. I'll tell you what I haven't brought up. What about me and Jim Davidson? Bit of oh, gossip. Yeah, you were going to talk about Well, we've barely got time now oh, for it. But I went to see Jim Davidson No Further Action. Okay. Colon No Further Action. Yeah. Yeah. His colon has got no further action. <laughs> Is he very ill? Elvis, actually, in the later days. <laughs> It's a terrible story. Apparently, it was like cement. <laughs> um, it's See, not funny. It's awful. 
We'll save it for next week. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. I don't need to okay. rush. Do you want to hear about the book signing? There's all sorts. There's a book signing. There was a book signing. He said copies are available in the lobby. There wasn't a lobby. Anyway, we'll discuss this next week. Oh, good. I've got a lot to say. Yeah. Can I ask one question about it? Did yes. he at any point say Nick, Nick? <laughs> no, but he did say, well, everything he said, virtually after everything, he said, well, this won't go down with the old PC brigade. Oh. And then he made... He nearly went down with the PC brigade. <laughs> I think, I think what he pos- meant was that he was doing some observational stuff about using an Apple MacBook Pro. Oh, and I was going, this isn't going to go well with the PC brigade. <laughs> I thought he meant the police constables. <laughs> He also said, this isn't going to go down well with the old lefty, uh, anti-sexist lot. Oh, OK. Well, he was, you know, he knows his marquee. Well, yeah. anyway, don't... don't OK. Let tease, but don't, um, but don't spoil. That's, that's what, what, that's what like. he said to me last night. Yes. <laughs> OK. Well, look, um, thank you so much for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8.